Hello. Welcome to the Story of the Bible podcast. I'm Mike Bracken. The Story of the Bible is a story podcast, a history podcast, and a Bible podcast wrapped up together. I'm a fan of history, a lover of stories, and a Christian who loves and studies the Bible. I'm taking all three of those things together to do a podcast that tells the stories of the Bible together to make a coherent single story of what happened. If you've ever wanted to just hear the stories of the Bible told in a way that makes sense, that brings together history and scripture, in a way that focuses on the story itself, this is for you. If you've ever wanted someone to go ahead and tell the obscure and strange stories of the Bible that you didn't get in Sunday school, this is for you too. If you want to know exactly when Jeremiah wrote his stuff compared to Isaiah and where Job fits into the whole thing and what on earth Paul was doing when he wrote Ephesians, this is for you too. So, Welcome to this story. So why do a podcast like this when there are thousands of other podcasts out there? Well, I had a friend once tell me a reason for that. I had a story that came to mind that I thought was great. And I told him I wanted to read it, but no one had written it. He told me, well, go out and write it. So I wanted to hear Bible stories told like the great stories I love listening to on podcasts, stories like in Hardcore History or The Rest is History, And when I looked around, I didn't see anyone telling all the Bible stories in order, in that manner, for adults. There are a few that do Bible history, some that do some of the Bible stories in their own order, but none that were doing what I wanted to hear. There's plenty of stuff out there kind of in order for kids, but I love stories, and I'm not a kid, and I love the Bible, and I wanted a story aimed for someone like me. Since it's not there, I'm going to do it myself. So that's what this is going to be, a story of the Bible as the Bible tells it. I'm going to go in order, at least as much as we can understand the order of the stories of the Bible. I'm going to put in the whole narrative, every Bible story the Bible tells, even if it's a little weird or obscure. I'm going to do all of it. Now, I have a couple of disclaimers as to this story. First off, this is driven by my understanding of the Bible. I believe it is a historical book, but much more than that. The Bible is the literal Word of God. God inspired the numerous men and a few women who spoke and wrote the actual words down to say everything He wanted them to say. As a result, everything written in the Bible is true, is reliable, and is valuable for us to know and understand. What this means for the story is that when the Bible says something, that's what I believe actually happened. Second, though, every person comes to the Bible with interpretation, and this story is no different. I'm not going to just read scripture through this. That's a good thing to do. It's a valuable thing, but it's not exactly storytelling. There's also a method of Bible teaching called storying or more formally chronological Bible storying. It's something widely used in Christian missions. It takes the narrative of the Bible and crafts each story accurately to portray those in a certain type of way. It's something that can actually create a oral Bible for non-literate peoples. Chronological Bible storying advocates have said the Bible's around 70% narrative, and so we can give most of Scripture to someone simply by telling the stories as the Bible does. Now, I'm going to quibble on that exact percentage. My guess is the Bible's actually closer to 50% narrative or so. You really can't count the Psalms. Most of the books of the law or the prophets are not narratives, and about 90% of everything Paul wrote down isn't really narrative. But, at any rate, the Bible does contain a lot of stories. Uh, And those stories can be passed on in a way that is scripturally accurate, 
That's a great thing, but it's not what I'm doing here either. The big thing with chronological Bible storing is you have to be very careful not to add any interpretation or context to the story that's not in Scripture, since what you're doing is creating an oral Scripture, much like translating. It is vital not to add anything to that. I'm really doing this podcast, though, for people that already have or have access to a Bible. I'm not going to change anything Scripture puts into the story, but I am going to give it my own interpretation, my own context, and a little bit of my own color. Hopefully that'll make it alive and natural to how we hear and tell stories today. If you hear something you disagree with or that sounds off, please go back and check it. Read these stories for yourself in the Bible. Check with other Bible writers or scholars and go and decide for yourself if how I told the story is right. I'm giving you what I understand of the narrative, how I think the story happened, and what I think that means. These stories were never meant to be history in the way we think of it today, kind of a comprehensive record of everything that happened. They record what the Holy Spirit, through the writers, wanted to be recorded to get the point of the story across, and as such, if it left out details that weren't necessary, well, that was to a point. I'm trying to synthesize that with what I know of extra-biblical history uh, to get to the story that I think happened. The Bible is perfect, though, but my interpretation is not. And I do have a warning for you. This is not the child Sunday school version of the Bible. These stories are real. They're raw, and they're sometimes violent and graphic. I'm not going to be lurid or dwell on the dirty details of the story, but I'm not going to shy away from what the Bible says actually happened. People are murdered and mutilated. Women are raped and abused. There's incest, mutilation, what we would today call genocide and war crimes on a vast scale. There are a lot of bad people doing really bad things and very few totally good people at all in any of these stories. I'm telling all of the stories. And honestly, just go and read the last couple of chapters of the book of Judges and you will know these are not always stories that you want your elementary school students listening in on unless you're ready to explain a few things to them. Now, I think it's probably a healthy thing to be ready to explain these things to your kids, kids of any age, especially if you want them to understand the Bible on their own. But that's your decision as a parent. Just know this is not the sanitized Bible story. Finally, there is probably not one story in the entire Bible that historians completely agree on. Bible scholars and classical historians debate pretty much every detail in this story from the very first to the very last sentence. Any story I tell is going to have some historian or scholar somewhere saying, well, it really didn't happen that way. Probably the way we should look at it is totally different. Well, this is true of any historical event, though. I mean, take recent history. I've seen video footage of the assassination of JFK. Uh, the number of scholars debating what really happened on that day in November are more than I can count. I remember watching the planes crash into the World Trade Center in 2001, and there are plenty of people openly questioning the official narrative of that event, some of whom currently, as I record this, are sitting in the government of the United States. This is for events that people are still alive today who witnessed them directly, and events that were captured on film. Now, compare that to many of the events in the Bible where we have one written source 
It was copied over and over. It was written by someone who heard about what happened and wasn't a direct witness. And you can imagine, historians are not likely to agree on the accuracy or the interpretation of pretty much anything in this story. Add to that the fact that the Bible stories are not written as a simple record. They're written as a description of supernatural influence on the world and as a call to obey and dedicate your life to God because of what was said and what he did. And now, well, everything is a lot more controversial. I'm not going to make any claim of spiritual authority here. I'm reading the book that's in front of me, trying to make the story it tells compelling and understandable. If you don't believe what the Bible says, you won't believe these stories. If you disagree with my very particular interpretation of a given story, you won't agree with how I tell it. Now, I hope in either case you could still enjoy it. I'm sure I will make mistakes along the way, both in my interpretation of the Bible and in my understanding of history. So, please, just take this as one storyteller's take on the greatest and the most important story ever. Finally, here are some kind of technical sides. I'm reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Uh, if you want to check on my quotes, there's a free app for it online if you want to just download it for free. Uh, I'm sure you can find it with a quick Google search. Each Bible translation is a little bit different, though. The Bible was written in Hebrew and Greek and a little bit of Aramaic, not English. So every translation uses its wording a little different, even may interpret certain details differently based on their understanding of the language. I'm going to have my commentary in color sort of intermixed in the story as well. So some of what I'm saying is scripture and some is my own take. If you're going to have to go and check, if you're curious as to which is which, I will have parts of the Bible I'm getting the story from in the title if you want the passages and the show notes. So uh, if you want, go look them up. The intro and outro music is uh, free online from Alex Productions. And if you want my own qualifications to do something like this, I have a Master's of Divinity from a Baptist seminary. So I have a basic academic background. I've studied a little Greek and Hebrew, but I don't use them regularly. Uh, I am in full-time Christian ministry. I live in Asia, and I have published one book, so at least one person out there thought what I was writing was worth listening to. But I am not a prominent scholar or a well-known writer. I'm just a guy who really loves these stories and wants to pass them on. Thank you for listening. I hope this podcast of the story of the Bible is both entertaining and valuable.